Okay, welcome back everybody. <clears throat> so have a look and see what point of perception is operating. <clears throat> Is it totally in the density of the body and the thoughts? Is that the complete vista? Or is the body, the mind, a puppet at the end of some strings, you know, a marionette? You know, is, is the body, is the mind just a puppet being moved by the order of the universe? No physical master puppeteer, but the movement of the universe. That's the, that's the puppeteer. All the influences that affect that from, from, from cosmos to astrology to everything. All, all of those genetics, all of those things that impact, that make the puppeteer move things in certain ways. Huh? And you are none of those things. None of those things. <clears throat> but arising from what you are, are all of these things. So it's before all of that, hitting into the, the idea of existence, hitting into consciousness itself, hitting into subject object hitting into me my particularizing and ding there we've got the body mind at the end of that line see how it works but as long as something still wants to believe it's the body mind then the particular focus will be playing and the wider perspective is not accessible. When you're in the drama, the wider view is not, it, I mean, it's not there because you're com all of your attention is in the drama of the moment. It's a case of mistaken identity. That's what happens there, huh? So outside of all of it, outside of all of it, And it's the same thing, really, for, that happens when one does the practice of, like, who am I? Who's the one feeling this? Who's the one seeing this? It's the same pulling back. It's the same energetic withdrawal of attention from identification to something that's prior to all of that. Same effect. Anyway, the chair is open, <clears throat> if anybody would like to come. Mm -hmm. Earlier, you were talking about going back here. Yes. Yeah, and so I was trying it, and I couldn't do it. Okay. It's almost like, how do you do that? Right. I mean, I can put my attention on awareness. I can rest as awareness. That's more pronounced now. It seems easier in a way. Um, but that's it. No. Is there a, f a physical I I location for awareness? I know really there isn't, but does it feel like that there's a physical location? Where's the movement of energy or attention? 
when when you rest in awareness? In the body. The, the whole body. The whole body. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry about that. <laughs> so, so does it work if you place your attention on the body? Is your attention automatically on awareness? It's just like on the inside of the body. Like it just feels like a living energy. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay, a living energy inside the body. Okay, so what's prior to awareness? I don't know. As far as I get awareness. Okay, so far as the mind gets. Yeah, but is it known? Has there been access to prior to awareness? I don't even know. There's a silence. I I feel the silence sometimes. It's just stillness. Yeah. But I don't know if that's just part of awareness. Did you ever try to chuck out awareness? Uh, no. Ah, highly recommended. Really? Yes. Okay, how do you do that? Okay, keep in mind that the how is going to start fading out now. Because the how is, is mind looking for methodology, normal in the world, but a mind will try to come with you on this, and it can't because we're going to where mind peters out. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, so, so if it's like okay, I can rest in awareness, and mm-hmm. there's a you know something is settled down inside your body, mm-hmm. and you're resting in awareness. Okay. If the idea is okay, not good enough. Chuck it out. That's as much as you can do. The mind can only do that part. Okay. Mind will try to. Well, what happens next? It's like no, no, you didn't chuck it out. Now you're back in the mind story. You're gone further into story now. Okay. All right. It's a state of mind. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Mind will want to. And it can't go any further. Mm-hmm. But, but there is some kind of a capacity. There's a capacity of consciousness itself, you see, that I'm trying to activate. Okay. You know, but, but mind will make a concept out of that and then it will just invent another state of mind. And that's not, what I'm, that's not the same thing. Yeah. All right? So mind is useful insofar as it can chuck out, dismiss, be pointed beyond awareness. Okay. Can go that far. And you're trying to activate that? So uh, what's prior to it, yes. Yeah, so go ahead. There's some, okay. So it's like, you'll know that words don't quite work, mm-hmm. but they're all we've got. There'll probably be a sense of, does it resonate as total BS, or does it resonate like, well maybe you're talking about something it's that kind of Mm -hmm. unclear yeah okay 
that territory. Just a sense of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And again, that's what mind that's what mind can do. Mind hears the echo and it picks up a sense of something. Or even a scent of something. Or a yeah. frequency of something. It's a subtle. Yeah? Subtle. Okay. A lot of fears coming up right now. Pardon? Fear. Fear, yeah. Right now. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Go anyway. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Going through the hot door. Yeah. I feel like it's just happening though. It's just happening. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. It'll move between being my fear and it's just happening, you know? Because identification is breaking. You need to, yeah, yeah. plenty of material there. It's <laughs> <laughs> great, though. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
want to clarify from what this gentleman just said. Yes. So, in your paradigm, at the very end of the spectrum, there is the body-mind. Yes. Then there is awareness, and then there is something prior. Is that how you kind of frame it? Um, yes, the body-mind, identification with the body-mind is in the spectrum. The body-mind isn't the problem, our identification with it, being in it, you know? Yeah, and who is identifying with the body-mind? Yeah, identification with the body-mind is actually just happening on its own. The product of identification with the body-mind is the idea that I exist as a person, an individual. That's a consequence of identification as a frequency running in consciousness. But who is identifying with this body mind? I'm not quite clear. There's nobody. Really, there's... I'm, I'm, I'm okay, jumping you now, right? There's really nobody at all. You see, you see, when they discover there's no I, oh my God, I was never there at all. It was never me at all. You, you, you read about this, no? and you hear about yeah, this, yeah. and you get glimpses of it. And it's like, well, what the heck? Because I'm here now. How could I imagine that I'm not... that, that I wasn't here when I'm here now? Okay. And the thing is, the frequency of identification, the thought of identification is a happening. Like anything is a happening. Like, like an aroma coming from the flowers is a happening. It just is a frequency that flows through, like Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay? So we've, we've got identification as a, as a thought, as a belief, as a frequency. And when that is active, that frequency, when it's attached to a body-mind and active... It produces an I. The I is a consequence of a frequency running in consciousness. There is never actually an autonomous I. That's how come when, when truth is seen, it's like there never was an I. Because it's seen to be a consequence of a frequency. Yeah. It believes itself into existence. Consciousness is believing a part of itself has autonomy. Are you using right now the word consciousness synonymously with awareness? I guess so. Yeah. Yes. So would it be also true to say that awareness is, has chosen to identify itself with the body-mind? Would it be fair to say that? Has it chosen? It doesn't really have that much free will. At that level, it doesn't choose. It's more, it's more just how it's flowing. You see, awareness doesn't choose to identify with something. It's like the wind doesn't choose, I'm going to blow in that window now. It's a consequence of movement. The, the breaking and separation of energy, constantly reforming, manifesting in other versions. Mm -hmm. Because it's a phenomenal thing because we're in the phenomenal world. And awareness has a, is a bit more than the phenomenal world. So it doesn't choose to be identified. It doesn't have free will. That application doesn't work on the level of awareness. It only knows about itself through, mm, from within the story by being part of the story. So yeah. if, you see, if there was no capacity to look around from within the movie, then there would be no need, no, you know, separation makes that possible. There'd be no capacity to look within it if there was no separation. So if I may go mm. back to this old paradigm yeah. where I started. So there is yeah. a body-mind, 
which in and by itself is not an issue. It's the identification with the body-mind yes. which creates the I. Correct. All right? And then there is awareness slash consciousness. Is this awareness that you're talking about personal or impersonal? There are two steps in between the body-mind and awareness. Impersonal, I am, consciousness awareness. Impersonal. Impersonal. Yes. Observer, yes. impersonal. Yes. Behind that, I am. Yes. Without identification. Existence itself. Being. Prior to that, consciousness awareness. Okay. And right now, I won't go into prior to that, because that's a kind of... Because all of this that you're talking about... Um, can still be experienced. <laughs> Yes. Can still be experienced, yes. correct? Yes. Um, and this paradigm that you have painted for me, for us, would it be fair to say that this is your way of teaching this, or is this 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 is this is it? If you know what I mean. This is it. This is it. So if that is the case. Um, I'm trying to reconcile when, for example, Ramana says, all there is is the self. What does that mean? Yes. Phenomenally, all there is is the self. Phenomenally? Yes. Because as long as something has a name called the self, we're now within the realm of subject-object. So if something can be labeled, it must be within the realm of phenomena. So all there is, is the self, is as far back as mind can go. And when the self is seen to be all there is, fine. Now, the who, the who am I, or who is the self, if we applied it there, we'd be going prior. So when you ask the question, what is this self, or who is the self, if one asks this question, that is what you're talking about as being prior. That's the prior. That is the prior. Yeah. And wouldn't it be great fun if Ramana was still alive and we could say, hold on, let's let's look at, because we're more intellectual than yeah. our culture is different. So we look at things differently. And so so these, these steps, like he said as well, all there is is God and all there is is love. And it's like, yeah. and everything was for its audience. All there is is the self, because the self... You know, we can, what was it, the absolute? At times it seems it was clear he was saying it was the absolute, and at times it, it was like that which is all of it, manifestation and unmanifest. The self includes that also in some other of his paragraphs. So while the who am I was to get out of the suffering identification and bring you into the vastness, if you hang out at self, it's not good enough. Why? Because it, it offers a state of mind, it offers a phenomenal, phenomenal experience, and prior to it is unexplored. It's the wrong word, but... I see what you mean, though. So when Ramana went into his trances, I think they used to call him, you know, a, a, a waking samadhi, uh, when he would go into that trance, and just be zoned out. 
Was there identification with the self then? I doubt it. There was nothing at all going on. Just the body was just sitting there doing its thing. But there, there wasn't. A, he wasn't hanging out in a in a zone of the natural state. It was prior to the national natural state. Yeah. So all there is phenomenally is the self, because we're still objectifying. If we can label something, it's in the phenomenal. Must be because it's after subject object has kicked in, and that's deep within the realms of Maya. So you think when Ramana would talk about the self, he was talking about the phenomenal self, what you mean, and then. He was also talking about self as being prior. Yes. When you ask that question, what is that self? Yes. Or who is that self? Yes. That is prior. Yes. And I, it's my own thinking that, that a, lot got, a lot got lost in translation. The subtleties of that. But you, you, you can, it's, it's like reading the Bible from a non-dual perspective, reading mm-hmm. the New Testament. It's like, oh my God, this is an Advaita book. You know? Whereas if, if, if you haven't gone to the Advaita, well, it's a Christian doctrine, it's a, it's a belief system, and, and it leads itself into religion. For which direction do you take it in? Do you know? Yeah. You see? What if one were to say, or with understanding, some, with experience to that, to say that all there is is the self, and implying that this self is what Ramana talked about, what you call the prior and kind of remain there like this. Mm. So he used to say, abide in the self. Mm. Mm. Would that be, if you will, a, a shortcut or a useful technique to just be? Or do you think, is my question clear? I think it is, yeah. But there are details missing from, from these quotes that we have from Ramana. And I think that's where we're caught. The, f- the, f- the fine subtleties of it were lost somewhere. Abide in the self, it's a spiritual practice. Was Ramana practicing abiding in the self? No. No. So when do you give up abiding in the self then? When you know you're the self. Mm. But then, for the neophytes or people who are on this path, it was a way to, if you will, pacify the mind. Yes. And say, at the end of the day, this is all there is. Yes. So maybe in that in that regards, it was probably a useful technique. Yes. It's a very useful technique, but it's a technique. It's a technique. Indeed it is. It's just resting in the natural state. And of course, it's a movement away from the ego, from the identified all about me story. So it does break up that pattern. It does challenge that old loop system of being all about me. Does it seem to conflict? Not at all. I mean, ever since I met you and you were using this terminology, I mean, initially this word prior was not very comfortable for this body-mind because it was not used to this way of reading or understanding truth because 
the scriptures say differently, right? Yes. You know? so yes. It, but for it's, it's somewhere in me, in my depth, I knew it doesn't matter. Because yeah. I knew somehow where, where you're coming from. Yes. So it never really bothered me. Yes. So, okay, well, this is Jack's way of addressing this. Yes. Uh, it may not sit with me temporarily, but at least I know where yeah. she's actually coming from. Yes. And that there is absolutely no uh, uh, confusion and or dichotomy between your teachings and some of the yes. masters. Yes. So um, that's where I've kind of stayed, but I thought it would be also good, if you will, at an intellectual level to understand how your paradigm works. Yes, sure. Okay, I that's have the map now. Have, I have the yeah. map. Yeah, yeah. There's only one thing I want to clarify because uh -huh. I think I, I did. Again, it's, it's, so body mind, and you said there's a couple of steps that I was missing between that and awareness. Uh -huh. Would you mind? So the observer, which is the impersonal. Yes. That you can observe the Dean character at play. You can observe what what's happening from. Okay, with the yes. capacity to see thoughts and, and to actually question if they're real or not, or they're just beliefs. Right. So that's the observer, that's impersonal, because it's not personal, I'm not taking it personally, I'm seeing right. the impact. And prior to the personal, it's like a refinement of that observer, impersonal, is the I am, where there's just beingness, I am. Okay. Prior to the I am, we've got Ramana's capitalist self, or pure awareness, absolute pure consciousness. If there's a noun, it has to be pure before it. Pure awareness, pure consciousness, pure, pure knowledge. Anything else has, yeah, yeah it's is, is, is too dualistic. It's like the essence of it itself, okay? Prior to it being meat and vegetables. It's the essence of something, okay? And so, to touch that from this side, to touch it and rest there, mind will make it a state of mind. Prior to this, mind can't go there. And it's like we, 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 mm, we fire some neurological pathways that, that are outside of, of the intellect. And so in firing them, it's like you, you, sh you shift your center of symmetry behind the subject-object capacity. And so to come at self from prior to self is what I'm inviting. Yes. That's very useful. Thank you so much. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yes, Richard. Jack. How are you? Um, so I wanted to talk about a couple of things, but the first thing I wanted to talk about was a little little mind over on the left-hand side. Yeah. Just very briefly, yeah. I did ayahuasca in Peru, uh, and um, there was this uh, veil lifted, and there was uh, a century's worth of uh, witness, mm. and all the way through and back. And uh, there was a realization um, that I had been playing metaphorically tennis with a, someone had been serving to me my whole life. And, and with each in-breath, you know, all this phenomena would happen. And then I saw, like over here on the right, so for me it was on the right, okay. this little mind, 
It was very small. It was always playing catch up. Yes. And it was trying to hit the ball back. Yes. And the emotions were feeling this, and closer to the veil was the dreams. Mm. And it was, um, so the little mind was really good to hear about the little mind today in the corner, because mm. <laughs> I saw that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I had, there's been a couple of massive shifts. And uh, it's the second one I want to talk about because we're just talking about it. And the second, I was, did this inquiry with a guy named Fred Davis, and it was Nettie. Nettie was taking everything away from me. And he took the chair, he started with the chair, and the end he took all the stars. Okay. And I was floating through the whole thing, and there was just this point where there was nothing. And it's as if uh, spirit brushed up against it. I have no words for this anymore. But as soon as it was touched, even if it's the echo, I don't have words for that either. There's just, there was just this shift. And um, Adi Da talks about egos like this, you know. He always does fist you know, in his videos, and it's kind of like what happened was like that. Uh huh. And it was a bodily, spiritual, neuro pathway, as you were just talking about. It's very clear that that's what it was. Yes. Yes. And um, a tremendous piece connected to it. And what happens now? I was noticing it today. Is there's um. There's a relaxation, but at, after the relaxation, there is a further relaxation. Yes. That touches nothing. Yes. And the way I experienced it is like really, I was really happy to hear this today because I haven't been with you since Scotland, but it's like to hear this again because this is what I'm experiencing. And it's like, um, it happened, I was with David Spiro in San Francisco and there was, He's known for a shock. There was like no shock. It was really yes. trippy. There was yes. no shock. And all of a sudden, about 30 minutes into it, there was just complete stillness. And I didn't literally, but sometimes if I put my, you know, like in Field of Dreams, he puts his hand into the corn. It's like I put my hand into it, and there was just like, nothing which was this. You know what I mean? It was like nothing, which was this. And then for the next week, every time I'd speak to someone, I mean, I can do it with you. That's really weird, you know? It's like, I can just, something seems to move back out of me. Yes. You know? Yes. Before, when we were in Scotland, we were talking about, you gave me an assignment to go prior. I'll never forget that as long as I lived. And like, I had this vision, you know, of like light and thought and... Then there was, it got less dense as we, you know, that was more like a vision. This is just like uh, happening. Okay. And what counters it is identification. But I'm in the last day thinking of identification differently. So I just wanted to speak to you about it because this is what seems to be experienced here. That identification is, I always had the same question, who's identifying or what's identifying, you know? But yeah. I don't have that anymore because it's yeah. kind of like, one thing is identification is just like it, 
It's like grabbing hold. Two things go together, and the frequency shifts, and it gets more solid, it seems. Yes. And um, that thing gets believed. Yes. The, the belief is in, in, in the bringing together of two things. Yes, correct. And, um, and then three things, four things, then you got a story. Yes. <laughs> and then you're completely... Yes. I wouldn't even say screwed anymore, because kind of like I can go into the story, and it's like, oh, I'm in the story, and I don't even care. Yes. You know, or yes. care less. Yes. Um, and I had this, like, I, I'm sorry, because I know you like him. He's one of my least... You know, I was listening to Carl Renz. Carl Renz, as you know, he makes puns on everything. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, when you said avoidance today, I heard avoid dance. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the, 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 the dance of avoiding the void, avoid dance, is, is the identification. Yes. It's the too quick movement together rather than feeling. what will take you out of feeling, completely out. So that's like the report. Yes, okay. You know, um, there's still uh, heartbreak is fine. Uh, sadness is fine. Oh, by the way, what, what's happening now is the universe is kind of like, I get a causality, so you know, excuse me, it's just words. Yeah, yeah. But it seems to be happening more at material, physical now rather than just uh, in a safer mental, emotional, logistics thing. It's like happening out here. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know, I've heard people say this, that as this starts to grow, you know, that it, it becomes, you know, the challenges become even more. And that's what seems to be happening. Here. Okay. And um, so heartbreak's fine. Um, Sadness is fine, anger's okay, uh, less need to compare and contrast. I get to enjoy you today, it's like wonderful, you know what I mean? Rather than, it's just like have no idea what you're going to say next and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But like enjoy other people right next to you in the same way. Mm -hmm. um, there's still something around fear and terror of death. And the in, the, the um, the word that I really like about this whole thing is instinctive recognition, as opposed to thought. There's like this instinctive recognition that brushes past itself. And um, I, being this instinctive recognition is taking me deeper and deeper into terror. Yes. And I'm going, yeah, yeah, yeah. like flipper. Great, great. You know, can we do this? You know? um, and it seems to happen in the, in the middle of the morning when I'm asleep when there's no defenses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's what's happening. Okay. Good. Uh, the terror, the fear? What gives that a, a, a stickiness? Uh, I'll tell you what doesn't first is a way of answering it. Yeah. That there's a recognition that, that there is no death outside of an idea of death. Yes. There is no fear outside of an idea of fear. Mm -hmm. 
So there is the experience of fear, but I've never experienced fear so far without the idea of fear influencing it or escalating it or framing it. Yes. And so there, I know that, wait a second here, this isn't even fear. This isn't even death. And so there's a kind of, uh, the stickiness is that there's still, um, I just I'm pulling this out of what's being what's coming through me now. Um, it's not part of the natural flow to use your words. It's part of a grabbing. It's part of a kind of reptilian survival. And I'm okay with that. But that's that just happens and it passes through. But there's something else here, you know, it's like really, I feel like, you know, it's like you ever see this, like this thing, like the earth is turning, you can kind of see around the side of it, you know, uh-huh. you're just like, it's kind of like right around the side is great freedom, you yeah. know, but it's through this, and I know it's through It's it. through this, it is. Okay, uh, what if fear and terror were to show themselves without there being um, a recognizable concept which has created their formulation? That's really what you're telling me. That's, uh, that, there's a hope here. Yeah. Yeah, there's a hope, there's a recognition that, that, that every time, uh, the way I tend to process things, it used to be very mental, it's less mental, but the way I get processed is usually kind of internal, for lack of a better word, internalization process. Yes. But that's all being flooded out here. Uh-huh. And so now it's more material. And so there's a recognition that, like, I have a, I have surgery on Monday. I don't seem to be concerned about that. Sure. Uh, um, illness comes. Yes. There's a story that happens. Yes. But I repeat the story over and over again, really. And after a while, it's, you know, if you repeat the same story over with a little faster, you know, I was born, this happened, this happened, this happened, that happened, that happened, and I died. And it's like, can you do it again and again and again? It becomes ridiculous. Yes. And that's what, you know, but there seems to be a part (coughs) that really doesn't want to budge into the middle of death. And there also seems to be an awful large part of me that wants to rush through yeah. and say, okay, have me. Yeah. Because it's gonna happen anyway. It's gonna it's pulling you anyway. Yeah, and everyone's here is dead ever, already. And yeah. either you're the grateful dead or the ungrateful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I want to be part of the grateful dead, but I also want to leave. I don't know if this makes any sense. I kind of like, okay, I'm in binary. Well, that's precious too. You know? Yeah. And I'm in the fear of death. Well, that's human too. It yes. makes me feel like I'm part of everybody, you know. Yes. I'm part of this oneness, and this is kind of like, okay, this is pain body. This I hate to say that because that's accurate, but it's this fine. is what we're all, you know, dealing with on this plane. Yes. But I also am profoundly grateful to be led wherever I'm going. Yeah. You know, I'm like I don't drive the car. I'm not even passenger seat. I'm like hanging onto the car in the yes, back yes. and it's time to go yes. like this. Yes, yes. I will say this. Um, 
that a year and a half ago, I had a vision at 3.15 in the morning, and I took an in-breath, and I went way up, and then I breathed out, and I went down through the Dantian into, and it was a complete letting go. <laughs> I mean, and then in-breath up, and down-breath, and this one, I, I remember the words, oh my God, it's unlimited. Yes. You know, and, yes. I, and then something grabbed hold. Okay. And I realized before I fell back asleep again that Richard Feldstein didn't let go and he didn't grab hold. Yeah, okay. Huh. There's something else here that I have no idea. You know, we started talking about impure witness, pure witness, I am prior. And it feels like there's certain things you know, and I, for lack of a better word, here. Uh -huh. And there's this. There's a knowing. There was nothing. There was. It was prior. Yes. It was. Yes. I, I couldn't say. Well, there's prior, and then watch the shakti come out of the prior. Yeah. I, mean, I can give a visual image. That's just an image. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's just a knowing. That's when, just a knowing. When yeah. you touch it, that's it. That's right. Nothing else could be. It. Yeah. 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 Um, but I don't. That seems to be untranslatable through fear or terror at this point. In other words, I can't take that in and use as an ally. It is what it is. And fear or terror coming from this angle, from the dualism back out. And I don't know how to say this. It's a problem, but it's not a problem. Okay. There's like a, okay, this is the best way I can say it. There's a, been going on for the last month, there's a screen, primal screen. And now there's this also this laugh. And it's like I'll see through something and be <laughs> like that. It's yeah. Like, what is a drunken pirate inside me? Yes, yes. Like, yes. And there's a sense of um, and please don't be concerned, there's a sense of like madness here. There's yes. Like Yes, that's fine. I feel like, you know, you go to the ashram, you wake up and then they drive you to the insane side. <laughs> <laughs> The distance between waking up and insanity is really like, It's a very fine line. It is a fine line. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I don't know what to do about death or terror except to not try to go into them because that's like, you know... Yes. Can you consider that there might be a more subtle fineness to fear and terror that is not so obviously created out of a concept? I like that. That feels good. That's like a solve. You know what I mean? It felt really, yeah, it felt right. There's, that's worth exploring a little bit. Yeah. Without expectation. Yeah, yeah, indeed, without expectation. Yeah. And then also, like with, with that vision of where dropping, dropping into the abyss, you know, that going through the Dantian, that's a very good way to find the, the abyss. It's just another methodology, but it works. Um, knowing that whatever grabbed on, it wasn't you. That, let that expand, because th that which does things, and, and then you see the, the idea of you can stick to it or not stick to it. And in that case, it didn't stick to it at all. Right. It could have just as easily been with the gripping, and I gripped could be your story. No, that, real clear. Yeah, so there's distance coming between 
between the moment of of ownership and and that which happens. The action. Yeah. The action yeah, of yeah. ownership. Yeah. That's right. So there's a split. So there, they, it's not like mind played catch up even. It's like it just it didn't attach to it at all, to the action at all. You see? Yeah, Let that expand. Let that expand and you'll find that, oh my God, like there used to be ownership. The glass is being picked up. Okay, I picked up a glass. When, when it's full on me, my ego, I'm picking up the glass. Now Jack's hand is picking up the glass. It's just saying, I picked up the glass. Yeah, well, I can use that language, but you're not doing anything. I'm not here at all. It's ridiculous to say I picked up the glass. I, Do you know? I was with Panache Desai last week, and we did this thing about, you know, higher self or whatever it is. I don't know. But he's a, he has a lot of shots, too. And we all came back out again, you know, into, into the room. Uh. And he was saying something to somebody, and I heard his voice. Uh. Everything went off kilter. Yeah. I heard his voice. Yeah. And I know he was speaking. Yeah. But I heard me behind him speaking to me. Yes. Okay, good. And I went out. There was no center. It just rushed out mm. into everything. And it's happening with you now. Yes. Like I, I, I know, you know. Yes. Excuse me. I don't, I don't mean to narrow this. But I do believe there was a Jack O'Keefe in some sense here. Yeah, sure. Otherwise, I would violate you. You know what I mean? Sure, like, sure. Know? But I know whatever the oneness is. Whatever this is, yes. that the that the relation is mirroring, yes, constantly mirroring. Yes. That you're speaking to me, but I'm speaking. Whatever yeah. we are is speaking to us both. That's right. This. Consciousness is just talking to consciousness yeah. about consciousness. That's all that's happening here. Yeah, and also yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the the nothing, the prior nothingness it speaks to, which is a miracle. Yeah, Does that make any it, com sense? It, it comes out of that, out of that, like way back there. <laughs> yeah, comes, oof, just emerges out of that, and is formulated as it comes out. It's not there, and then it comes out. Right. You know? Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. This is the blazing forth of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's this right. Is, this is the, this is the, the lit aspect. This of is it. right. This is the lit aspect. Yeah. Yeah, and that yeah. when I'm with you, because. I mean, you are the teacher that speaks about this, and you're not just speaking about it. I mean, this is the experience. Before, when I in Scotland, I would have said, okay, I had a conversation with you, and I felt your transmission. Yeah. Now I'd say conversation, transmission, but there's also a nothingness speaking to the nothingness without words. Yes. And that is incredible. Yes. That's it's, really the potent thing of this work. That's incredible. Is, is the nothingness. It's the yeah. non-verbal. Yeah. That's... You know. Without even compare, because the comparison would then to like already put in a, in, in some kind of relational mode. And uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, phenomenally, the more we use things like social media, the more we use these devices, we're losing the ability for transmission. We are losing the ability for transmission, and that's kind of downside. It's a big downside. How's that work, Jeff? The, the digital mind. The yeah, g g communicating through through the digital, ah. yeah, through the digital means that the receptors, which are there, someplace in our upper face, but mostly in the third eye area, but really all the upper face has that. That's where transmission happens, right? Energetically, that's the transmission in, in silence, all of it, and so the more that that we 
we abandon using these and communicate through digital, we're losing the nuances and the energetic transference that happens from face to face. We're losing it. What about Skyping? It's same to same. We don't physically have the same, we're not physically the same thing. We, we can kind of imagine it and, and program it because we see the face. So we kind of compensate because we have a pseudo face, you see? But it doesn't compare to, the, to the, the transmission stuff. So stuff that has to come through transmission, we're, we're losing. We're losing that faculty. What you, if you don't use something, you lose it. So we're going to lose it as a, in the Western culture, we're, we're losing it, yeah. We'll, we'll mutate in some way to get over it, you know? But When I was still a professor, I, the last course I taught, actually is ironic, was Technozen and the Digital Dow. <laughs> the Digital Dow. Technozen and the Digital Dow. The Digital Dow. So that the premise is that, you know, the next generation, they'll be born with digital software brains in their, you know, and then what do we do? Well, there's going to have to be a morphing. Of, yes, of the there'll Dow. be a morphing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there will be. There will be. I guess what I, um, uh -huh. the advice you gave me at first, it was funny because the mind went, well, how do I do that? And I knew that was really ridiculous. Yes. So I think what I'll just do is uh, you let the uh, advice internalize. Yes. And then, um, and and because uh, there's tremendous like desire or rushing to hope, sure. you know, but, but sure. not do that. Just okay. Speak, speak through me yes. as it will. Okay. Yeah. The invitation really, while I kind of said make space for this and make space for that, the invitation really is, is that the concept making machine be realized. As a concept making machine? Yeah. Yeah. That's happening. Yeah. I'm stupider. Yeah, it, uh, you're stupider, is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> stupider. More stupid. Okay. <laughs> an English professor, who used to be an English professor, wants to use the word stupider to emphasize. <laughs> How stupid oh, he's getting. <laughs> that's great, that's great. Okay. Okay, okay. People actually think, I used to think that I was, that's all I did. I walked around and listened to people. Is that, you know, that's incorrect language. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <don't care>. right. <laughs> it's good to see it going to the flip side. So, so if there is a, a, a soft investigation on the nature of fear and terror, let it be seen where the concept kicks in around formulating those energies. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. yeah. What's the role of the conceptual formation? From, from the time it kicks in until its completion. Yeah. Yes. What, 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 it's how does that work? Yeah. yeah. Where does the concept come in? Where does the energy come in? What precedes what? Where does recognition and the sensing of it come in? Work, work that out. I like that a lot. I, I heard when you said soft investigation, I heard the door is the soft parade. Yeah, okay. Yeah, very, okay. You know, very, okay. Yeah, 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 it's soft. It's a soft yeah. one. Thank you, Jack. Yeah, sure, sure. Sure. I'll come and then the lady behind. 
Hello. Oh. I have a question um, that arose yesterday. I was driving my car, just singing along to the music, and there's like this fireworks explosion in my heart. I just kind of settled. Okay. There's no, I don't know what. And I got home, <coughs> and I laid on the couch and just kind of sat there with it and started questioning. You know, you had talked to some day about the chair not being real, and it was very clear. Of course, it's not real. <laughs> so I started questioning, well, is this world just a thought? All we're talking about here, this phenomenal world, is only identification. But then, I guess I try to like. My heart goes back to a space where we've had those little, just little. And there's not awareness, but I can remember it. Yes, you know. Yes. And I'm like, well, the world's not there. I'm not there. I guess I used to think like I'm not there, but then the I comes in. But now I'm like, well, the world's not there either. Uh huh. So how the heck does the world get here? Uh huh. You know. Uh huh. Because <coughs> I know you maybe in a book or. Something it said the absolute beyond this phenomenal world doesn't even know about. Yes. Yes. So how can we in this world know about that? You must be both, huh? Otherwise, there's separation. Uh huh. Right? Otherwise, there is ultimately separation. Uh-huh. But there's from. Because then I keep going back to that. I, there's no world. <laughs> yes, there is no world. It's imagined. It's being imagined by itself. It's imagining itself. Yes, correct. Very same structure and context. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's nothing to do then, really. I mean, it's just, I kind of feel, you know, just going through the motions of Yes, let it be enjoyed. Mm. Let it be enjoyed. That's a useful anchor when the whole thing is not real, because it's like, well, this unreal physical form still has to live an unreal life. Mm. So mm. you've got to make it work somehow, you know? <laughs> you know, so that life continues, huh? 
even though you know it's not real and, and nothing matters and all the rest of it, but still phenomenally within the layer of where it matters, it matters. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't, it doesn't feel like, I mean, I feel like I'm not Kim in a way, but I can, you know, I'm just getting like little. Okay. Okay. Do you feel like you are and, and you're more? That you are Kim and that you're more. Oh. Um, Can you be that? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's okay then. That's that's okay. Um, and, and the next phase for that is that that the, there's the Kim character, and I'm not her. Mm. Can you go there? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So then being part of something dissolves. Yeah, I haven't quite gotten... All right, yeah. okay, the, okay, we've found where you are. All right, okay, good. Yeah, okay. So if you're not the Kim character, and the Kim character exists through that form, and she's living a life, and, you know, the laws of cause and effect apply to her, and life has to be lived, you know? Okay, but you're not her. And you know that somehow all of it is, is and is not. Okay. Then where would there be separation? How would separation kick in then? Like we have phenomenal separation in that we have, you know, a tablecloth and a table. That's phenomenal separation. That's just so we can, we label things like that so that we see differences and da 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 da. But is there really separation? Separate from what? Yes, from, from what? From what? Yeah, because I guess, you know, I go back to, I mentioned at Thursday where I can feel the eye coming in, but I know that the eye's not coming in. It's not, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's not really coming in. That's right. It is and it isn't, I think you said, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It just looks like it is. And everything just looks like it is. The, the world appears to be real. Yeah, and I felt too, like, in this world, you know, I'm having to fake it a lot of times. Like, you know, I'm married. I'd rather just sit and do nothing. Sure. And... Um, I have to fake it sometimes, like, oh, yeah, that's so great, let's do that. Yeah. It's not, you know, once I get there and do it, it's okay, you know. Yeah. I'd rather just be by myself. I totally, <laughs> totally get that. <laughs> totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, but life says, hey, I'm picking you up, and you are engaging fully, and it's like zero motivation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. found a way around that one yet myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> haven't, you know. But I found, I found, just as just Jack chatting now, um, <laughs> I found that I, I started, I've started to, um, because li life was clearly picking me up again. <coughs> clearly, it's like, go right back in. I said, like, okay, okay, fine. Like, and it's happening. So it seems. 
but then having to kind of crank something. So I remember being um, on a canoe, actually was, was at a retreat in Ottawa, and there was a canoe at the back of where we were staying, and during a lunch break, and we snuck off with this canoe, you know, went out in the lake. I was like, okay, all right, okay, this is supposed to be beautiful, and you know, in nature, and these are all the things that normally people kind of go ooh and ah about, you know. Sit and look around, okay, okay, find a comment, find a comment somewhere, find a comment, you know, and there was a gang of ducks over there, and I was like, okay, I can, I can say something about the ducks, and it's, it started like that, that was the start of like, Jack, you're going to have to find, to, to learn how to communicate again, because I was with this guy that I ended up marrying, like, this year, so, so I was like, okay, we have to find some way of, like, how, how did I do it again, how, how, how do you do this? And now it comes out more often. It's like, whoa, it's a beautiful sunset outside. Come on, let's look at it. Mm-hmm. And now, now it's coming automatically. But I had to retrain myself. Like, mm-hmm. I had to push through something, you know, to, to... What are these skills again, you know, to connect with the world, to be excited about something? Or I'm not quite there yet about being excited about something. But <laughs> do, you know, yeah. do you know, just like, will we go to this or will we not go to this? And it's like, frankly... You know, <laughs> so it's like, okay, come on now, come on now. Utils of satisfaction is this phenomenally, phenomenally, what in the phenomenal world, which would be preferred? And we go to the gig, you see. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like it's like tracing the part of your brain to try and regenerate the pattern of being interested in the world, of reconnecting to the world, of finding what to say in the world and how to cope in the world. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It's a whole project, you know, to like just learn how to re-engage. How, how is it done, you know? If, if, if there was a fast way around it, I'll tell you. The second I crack that one, I'll tell you. But at the moment, it, that's how it is. Yeah, there's just no motivation for anything. No, nothing. Yeah, because before, I, I feel like, you know, my mind goes, well, you've stepped away from where you were before you got married. Yeah. You know, because before I got married, I mean, everything was, you know, I just... Yeah. Yeah. You know, be um, inefficient. Yes, yes. And I loved it. And she loved it. She loved it. I went from being, do this, go there, Yeah. And then it just... Yeah. And, um, you know, I would just... Do nothing. Do nothing. And, um, yeah. you know, people would see, you know, sit outside and just sit there for a day, you know, whatever. Yeah. And that's my husband before we were. Yes. And he was my mailman. Ah. And he would always go. <laughs> like, we never really talked, but once we um, got together, he'd say, man, you were always out there just doing nothing. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, yeah, because he loves to do, you mm-hmm. know. So, um. Oh, yes. So now it's kind of like, um, I guess I was excited about being in the relationship or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I definitely enjoy coming home. Yes, yes. I like to be home. Yes. Because there it just feels like, you know, I'm sort yes. of comfortable. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes to, he likes to be there, but, you know, oh, let's go here, let's go there, and I'm just... <sighs> yeah. And sometimes he forgets about it, so I just kind of let him... Yeah. 
Um, Get him to develop a hobby or two, maybe, or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how it is. Especially, you know, because what you're saying is classic. You know, one way in extreme, the opposite way in extreme. And it's like, okay, now we've got to find the middle path. You know, grand if we could do what the Buddha said and the path worked out to be the middle path all along. Mm. But he was talking with a bit of wisdom. You know what? Stick to the middle path. Because what did he do? He did the extreme thing. You know, born into wealth and a prince and, and became a complete ascetic and da, da 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 And it's like, where do you find the middle again? Where do you find the middle again? Fine, if there's an ashram set up for you, it's easy. It's easy. Mm. You know, it's prescribed. But no, this is how we got to make it work. And it's, it's not easy. So, you, you know, that, that's, what I, that's what I'm doing anyway, is I'm cranking it up. And part of it is an experiment to see that, okay, if there's cranking up of engagement with the world, what happens? I'm, I'm interested myself, and that's probably motivating me to engage more. Mm-hmm. There's an interest to see, well, what happens? Is there a possibility that, that I don't know, that, that the perspective would shift, that, that there'd be more of a pull into things of the world? Would desire start again? What, what can happen here? So, so I'm exploring to see that, yeah, come on, because let's see. This is kind of, it's undocumented territory. I'm sure it's not uncharted, but it's undocumented, you know. So that's, that's where it's at, you know. So all I can say is, I, I don't know yet. I'm not far enough out of that phase myself to, to be able to say, okay, this is how to maneuver that. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, I'm just a bit further down the line of what, of what yeah. you're talking about there, you know. Yeah, because I seem to have to fake it at work, too. Yeah. You know, there were times where, like, oof, it was really physically hard just to yes. go to work. Like, yes. I wrote a close-up, but I just did not want to be there. Yes. And now I've kind of, this is where. Yes, this is where the form goes. Yes. But I'm not excited about it. Yes. But it's where I am. It's where yeah. you are. So. Yeah. But it's, yeah. like. And I can kind of, t- you know, I kind of have to, like, people can see that in me a little bit. Yes. Really. Yes. Like, oh, yeah, 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 you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it is. That's how it is. For what it's worth, I think, re-engaging to allow, allow, that learning process to see, well, how does this engagement work? What is it? Mm. Because, because there's another few years, you know? You're probably not even halfway through your life, you know? There's going to be a lot of sitting around, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know? So we're at that time, that transition, you know, of, of I don't know, there's stuff to be learned, really. In this phase of evolution of, of how we, we integrate this in the world and participate fully in the world, and let's see how it looks, you know. But I think it's worth it. I think mm. it's worth it. Um, yeah, I think it's worth it. Mm. Re establishing a middle path. The Buddha was onto yeah. something there, he was onto something. Yeah. He was onto something, and I, I can feel that, you know. Yeah, it's not just yeah. Out. yeah, yeah, that phase is over. It's mm-hmm. over for you, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, okay, okay, middle path now, you know? Mm-hmm. I have one other question. Yes, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, for love and grief, they feel the same. Do and they? 
other than like the feeling. Yes. Grief is born too. Yes. But it seems like it's the labeling of the mind that causes the problem, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. So is that why grief is so beautiful? Yes. Okay. Yes. And it's fine that mind labels, and that's what enables grief to happen. And let it have its flow. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, ah, okay, it's all coming in here with ideas of loss and loneliness and uh, you know it's it's you can just see that mind is doing that labeling thing mm. to enable the grief to be experienced it's fine it's fine yeah yeah thank you sure oh yeah this lady and then huh mm-hmm. hi Moments of clarity that I've had have felt more of um, there should have been randomness to it, almost as if consciousness arose and sucked me in without my realizing it or or doing anything about it. And so, and what followed was um, an effort to try to understand, and so the seeking. Um, But seeking to me feels like um, the emergence of will and the emergence of I. And I get really stuck in this. Huh. I just screw it. If the wheel comes around again, it's going to come around again. Okay, okay. And so then you're left with a sense of resignation. It may not happen again. Ah. And that even coming here today is sort of an emergence of will, an emergence of I. I will become conscious, whereas when I experienced it, it was just, you're coming with me. (laughs) You know, I was grabbed. Yes. Yes. So, so it's that sense of resignation that it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's not going to happen, it won't happen. Yes. Uh, I don't know what satsang speaker says this, but it's I'm paraphrasing something around you. You can't. You you. Mm, I can't. I've forgotten. It's gone. <laughs> it's an accident, but you you can't. You can. Ah, feck it! Oh, it's really Rick, gone. Rick Arthur on that What was it? What did he say? Um, you can make yourself accident. You can make yourself accident prone. Thank you. That's what it is. That's what it is. Okay. That it's an accident. Those glimpses, that opening in consciousness is an accident for sure. But you can make yourself accident prone. You can put yourself in the way of it, whether it's going to happen or not. You can't guarantee. I. Correct. You can put yourself in the way of it. Yes. Yes. That's right. Here's our beautiful paradox. Yes. But you know, 
without an eye, the body might still have come here today. Actions will still happen. Without an eye, it doesn't mean that you sit at home all day. Well, some people do, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Without an eye, everything happens as normal. Everything. The body will still move. It will still do things. Even though you know there's nothing to be gained, there's just an idea or not an idea that something will be gained. So if the eye has hobby-horsed on top of an action to come here today, and the eye had said... Yeah, I, yeah, oh yeah, I'm going to go there. Maybe the body was going to come here anyway, and sometimes the eye just rides on top of it, imagining, maybe I'll get something, maybe it'll help. And it's just superimposed upon an action that was happening from another place anyway. Leave room for that. It's not an either or. The middle one is usually the situation. But because the eye speaks so loudly, we, we generally don't feel that other pull because we imagine that we've decided to do something. Does that make sense? I think so. But there's also the sense of duality that something grabbed me. Yes. And I'm at the mercy of that. Mm, okay. All right. So there's, there's a, in your perception of that event, you have a filter in there which is distorting what happened. And that filter is coming from your own experience of life. Because you being at the mercy of something stronger, mm, that comes from a place of suffering. Because that's got to that's got to do with an experience of separation. Right. Do you see? There's some pain that needs resolving. So the pain's resolved in that state that I was sucked into. Yeah. And then I'm spat out again. Yeah, but you've got to do the work here. You've got to resolve it here. Here. As in, as in in the regular, normal, day-to-day story. Okay. That's where the pain has to be resolved. Okay. That's where closure on everything needs to happen. Everything. No loose ends at all. <clears throat> nothing undone. Nothing unforgiven, unresolved. Okay. There's some piece, does this make sense? That, can you recognize that there's a piece of work you've got to do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then it's like, well, that's the story. You know, just yeah. The story. Yeah. But it's going to keep coming back until the experience of healing it happens. It will keep coming back. And the way that the eye is now keeping itself alive is by telling you it's just story. Drop the story. It doesn't matter. What's actually doing is that you're you're pushing your 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 pot from a boiling stove ring to a rear boiling stove ring the rear ring do you call them a ring a ring what what do you call those circular things burner okay so the it's a ring in europe just piece of information (laughs) so so you're on a foot burner a front burner right and you're like no that's just story we'll just push it back to the back burner but the back burner is on hot also you're just postponing it it needs to be resolved, and that way the burner gets turned off. 
the charge goes out of it. Mm-hmm. Those issues that are story need to be loved, healed, integrated. The I will stay alive until you do that work because those experiences can only happen in that realm, dimension, reality, whatever we call it. We can't avoid that. You can't short-circuit healing. can't do it. It'll come up sooner or later. Do you think you can go there and do it sometime? Yeah. Yeah, great. Great. And what you're looking for is the charge to go out of it. Every story is just a story. Like, not, not telling yourself, oh, it's just a story, but the feeling of it has no charge, no surge of emotion with it. Okay. Yeah. Sure, sure. Okay, Han, and then... Uh, last night we talked about that deep tension in the body, in my body. Um, when you asked me to do the, you know, recording, uh, man in the camera, it was a good thing that I like to do, you know. But with the deep tension, but <laughs> like uh, it doesn't help, you know. So this morning it was, you know, the constant tension in the body and um, I I try to discern it, you know, and it's just hard to tell what it's about, right? And last night I thought it's maybe for depraving, you know, not having sex for a long time, you know, that caused that. But this morning, I think it's more like um, it more like putting a break on life, you know. There's something that tries to stop life from from animating this body, I think. So so by stopping life or the life force that try to animate this body, that creates tension, I think. Mm. It feels like that. Mm. And when that when I realized that it seemed to be ease of tension, you know? And I'd say the tension, maybe it was 100%, like, like 80% gone now, you know, just a little bit left. But I noticed whenever I need to use the, you know, the Zoom <laughs> yes. function, yes. I seem to create the tension again. Huh. I wonder what that's like effort to be, you know, to do something or to be in body or to but that's it to kick in that that control, you know. Yes, yes, body. yes. So, are you? Do you judge yourself at times like that? Do you put yourself under pressure to get something right? Is it simply a self-critic that's activated, causing that tension? I I I was asking that question too. Like I'm afraid to mess up. You know? Yeah. A little bit, not a lot. Um, I said, okay, I might mess this whole thing up. <laughs> so, and sure, and fine. Yeah. Um, that happens, it happens. I think that's the case. Okay. Is I think it's like an unconscious 
tried to put the brake on life, you know, just stop the flow. Okay. And that seemed to okay. create something to hold it. Okay. To hold the life for, you know. Uh-huh. And that, that might be great tension because. Okay. And sex might try to relieve the tension. Try to, it tries to break it up. Huh, that's to, interesting. To, to take a, a breather, you know, it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. So the tension is much better now than yes. this morning, you know. Yes. You start the day. Yes. But even even when I try to use to focus zoom in and zoom out, it, it even lasts now. Now because I'm aware of it. Yes, because you know? you're aware of it. So Yes. Yes. This morning, it was a funny thought, like, okay, if, I mean, it was tense to think about, okay, I cannot go anywhere, right? I just have to mend this thing, right? But then, that great tension, you know? Um, and then when I realized that, okay, it was the, the, it was the attempt to stop life, you know, the life force, I'm like, wow. I wish I can just dance you know, across the room, you know, it just so, so that the life force can, can flow, you know, and that seemed to be like, you know, it's, it's, it feels great to think like that, you know, yes, to yes, let yes. it flow. Yes, yes, and maybe to do things like that, like literally. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking you know. about like a, some sort of dancing, you know, that, yes. that really freely. Yeah. Express yeah, myself, just just yeah. to shift that that energy so that there's something more fluid. Yes. Yeah, because yes. seem to be motion seem to help. Aha. Uh -huh, okay. Okay. So I think just to, I mean, to sit in satsang, it's just terrible, you know, because it seemed to be rigid, you know. Yes. And that creates so much tension. Yes. <coughs> huh. Okay, because you see, yeah, because the mind and the body are so linked, you know, they're so linked. And you know yourself, if you're in a bad mood, if you do some exercise, you feel much better. Even before endorphins kick in, you start feeling better, you know, because the whole, you get your meridians open, you get, I mean, what's the mind and what's the body? What's the division? We say the mind is the brain, but really, I'm not so sure. The mind is more of an energy field. It's like an, an, an electromagnetic energy field. It feels more there than part of the brain, actually, you know? I don't know, some say it's the nervous system. It's like the jury is still out a little bit on what the mind is, you know? But, but if you're discovering, if you're discovering tricks that lessen identification through physical exercise, hey, do it, huh? Do it. I think so too, Han. Yes. Yes. And the breath yes. seemed to be, <laughs> when the tension occurred, the breath didn't seem to move, you know, uh -huh. it seemed to flow easily. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So to say yes to your, you know, asking, you know, like in Man in Camera, uh -huh. it was like that Jim Carrey character in the movie, The Yes Man or something, I forgot the title, exact title, but it's, he took a, a, a workshop that supposed to say yes to Oh, that's idea. right. <laughs> so yes, fun. and he said yes that. to everything. I yes, remember seeing so that movie. Yeah. Uh -huh. that. So that was part of yes. You know, okay. Yes. 
Quite a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me just say one thing uh, before that, and that is that uh, you're talking about Ramana and the fact that it's not really clear what he's saying and, and so forth. Um, I think that Nisargadatta, however, goes there, particularly in, in the, the final books that were. Mm. Uh, um, edited by Jean Dunn mm. prior to consciousness and consciousness in the absolute, I think, mm. because I've been reading them every morning now, and, mm. and uh, I think Nisargadatta clearly goes there. Yeah, it's the translators are, were better, Yeah, because yeah. they were later, they were just more good educated, point, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, the translators, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and Raman Ashram know that the translations are incorrect. Okay. But they said they won't change them because the, the books are too widely disseminated. Okay. But but they know that the Tamil version and the English version are quite um, quite at odds with each other at times. Okay. There's one book that Raman wrote, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. That uh, David, I forgot his name. Godman. Godman, is it? Uh, I, I spent two hours with him in India. And there's one book that Raman went over every translation, Did he? every word. Did he? Ha! And, and and he, like five times, if the translator didn't get it right, Ramana would ha. say, that's not right, come back with it, you know. Very good. And, and I, I'm trying to remember the name of the book. Maybe some of you But know. it's one of the Godmans. It's called, it's called Guru Vachaka Kauai. That's it. What's it called? Guru Vachaka Kauai. Yeah. Which actually translated means the garland around Guru Sain. Oh, yeah. And it is true that he went through the Tamil version each and every verse. There are about maybe 1,500 verses of that. Okay. And there are two translations. One was by Sadhu Om, the original one. Uh-huh. But I think the one which has been translated by David Godman is probably one of the best authoritative Very text good. of Ramana's work. Very good. Yeah. Very good. I'm delighted that there's one that was yeah. meticulously yeah, done. Is, Great. <coughs> yeah, his position is the, 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 the scholar. Ah, uh, fantastic. Good, that's good to but know. He, he specifically mentioned the book then. Yeah, this Godman book. Okay, thank you. No, thank you. It's good to have that on record. Um, let me just say, oh, oh, I, I, I had some things I wanted to say. Let, let, let me go back to about a year ago mm-hmm. that uh, I realized that I needed to step away from the, uh, what was going on in my life. And, you, you know, we, we worked on that. And it had to do with my going to a cafe in the mornings, and, and I don't want to bring that whole story. Yes, but, okay. But it's been heard enough times. But but um, but I I picked up on a on a, on a mantra, which uh, which we we also talked about, and that is neti neti neti. And for me, that mantra was initially and continues that way and there is no end there is no end and uh, when I drove up here uh, I come from West Virginia uh, at least for the last eight years and I, I drove from West Virginia to 
Binghamton, New York, and then stayed overnight at Sherry's place. And then here the next day. I, it's a wonderful time to go over and over a, me, uh, a menu, a, a mantra. And it's like, it's like I just went, oh, I, I, I started with There Is No Ed, and then I went most of the rest of the way with There Is No Personal I. Yes. No personal I. Yes. It's like I felt the need to shift too yes. from the end to the personal. Yes. And, and uh, even though it's really known that this is so, I still find that I, it's very helpful to go back to it again and again and to repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. Yes. Yes. And some of it is because my mind goes all over, you know, my thinking goes all over the place. Yes. And that's one of the ways to, for me to, to narrow it down. Very good. Like this. Very yeah. good. And uh, the other thing is that uh, it's like a lot of things have just been blossoming, you might say, in this past year, and maybe in the last couple, maybe last month or two. Yes. And, uh, and uh, there's a showing up of certain patterns here uh, that I've had really uh, just, it's like right in my face. That's a good expression. Not, some of these are not things that you and I have necessarily talked about, but we, we, we have, of course, done so, uh, mm -hmm. some of them. Uh, and I just went to one of them. Um, which is quite severe. Um, and um, what else was I going to say? Oh, uh, your uh, building block, uh, I don't know if that's the right term, of going back to the prior end. It was, it's really only probably today or maybe yesterday in your describing this, this step process. I could never think I could never sense behind, I, I know you talked about this a long time, sense that it's back there. I could never, I couldn't do that. Uh-huh. But, but it happened now. Ah. It, it just happened and it just, it, it just has, just came alive. Just ah. Today, the, the, really. the, the sense that it's located in the top back of your head. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And, and um, it's like, I guess you might, one might say that I was ready for it. Yeah. Finally. Yeah, yeah. Finally. Yeah. yeah. And that's very, very beneficial, very helpful. Yes. Very, very helpful. Yes. Um, and, uh, I don't know what else to say at the moment. Maybe you have something, a question, a point. Do questions arise anymore for you? No, not really, not really, no, no. <coughs> Does seeking happen anymore? No.
do want to add one other thing, and that is that I've engaged in the fly high process. Mm. Uh, you know, you've talked about the digital mm. uh, era. It's not being very helpful. Mm. Uh, For however, transmission, yes. Yeah, yeah. However, when we were up at Toronto, as you were leaving, you said to me, Ed, I, 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 I ha I'm part of the fly high process, as you know. But I had really no thought or intention of really getting engaged in it. I saw it more, to be quite frank, I saw it more as a way that I could help contribute to your work. Okay. Uh, and, and not so much that I was going to be engaged in that process. Uh -huh. And then you said to me up there, hey Ed, why don't you uh, get involved in this? Uh -huh. And I sat down for some days, I think, wrote things out as said what I could say, and nothing just came to me, nothing felt right, until finally something happened. I think it was because of what somebody else wrote that made sense to me, and I made a comment about it, and that began a process, and I've now done 22 posts, uh, posts because it lets you You're know turning into a right ticky. It lets you know exactly how many posts you've made. Yeah. Uh, you've made the most. It's, it's, and, yeah. and and maybe I'm making a making a, a push for for this uh, uh, virtual satsang. Mm. Uh, to, mm. I have found it to be very very helpful. Yeah, a lot of people have it's found it very, very helpful. Very helpful. Yeah. And there have been a couple of significant happenings here, or breakthroughs here, that have been uh, really assisted by. This, and you, you know this. You, you, yes. And your what you write, and I find in answers to questions <coughs> that are raised, is so deeply significant and meaningful. Um, I know Sherry is very involved yeah. in it, although she's not made any entry, and she, she has almost everything that you've written, you know, written out in a, in a notebook and just goes over and over again. So very anyway, good. that's very good. I'm just sharing. Oh, good, okay. This has been very yeah, yeah. Thank you for that from the other side. Just to just to fill you in, it's a virtual satsang community that's set up through my website. And it was it, it was really kind of like to to bring it, you know, whoever was like really kind of interested in 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 hearing the message the way it comes through Jack. Um, to, to come together to, uh, to form an online community. So what there is, is it, it's like an area of the website for Fly High members. And, um, and there's, there's a, a blog type thing where members post what's going on and answers, and it's active. I mean, it's like pretty much every day I'm on it, replying to somebody. And people talk to each other, and it's, it's serious stuff. It's not like, you know, it's not like, Tweeting or whatever that's called. Do you know it's yeah it, it's it's very serious. It's very serious. It's very serious. There's nobody. I've never ever had to moderate it or take out garbage. It's always like people who really like like here. You know this like latter end of it. There's very little personal story. Um, and it it it, it yeah quite quite an awful lot of change and shifts have happened for a lot of people on yeah, it. A lot of, a lot of big shifts. Total Eurekas, you know, coming through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a different instructional video where I'm talking like for like about 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes every month. A new one is posted every month and we discuss something about on this level of stuff, you know, about the finer details of it. 
And that starts off the focus and then there's a, a dialogue about that and then it goes to whatever is going on, you know? And Jack, when you subscribe yeah. to it, can you archive? Do you have access to the archive? Material? Yeah, there's, there, there's um, yeah, actually the, the archive will be posted. There's a new webmaster and he's actually on it at the minute. So within a couple of weeks, I'd say the archive will be up, but it'll be up soon, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, it's all prepared. The archive is just sitting there, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, if you're serious, like, and you need something to tap into regularly, it will. It'll give you a, an online community that, that there's something, somebody's saying something every day. It's very rarely that there's 24 hours and nobody has posted, you know. Yeah, so, uh, sometimes people enter things that have nothing to do with the theme of yes. the month. Yes, yes. And that gets answered as well. Yes, of course. I know you're trying to get us all to deal with it. No, it's just well, to stimulate okay. something yeah, and it's just say, okay. hey, look at it this way. Yeah. And and if something happens out of that, great. But then it's yeah. like, well, where are you at? Come on, let's let's yeah. help each other. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 it works. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. Let's have a little stretch, huh? Just ten minutes. Okay. Okay. Where do we go from here? Jack, Hi. Hi. Oh, yes. 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 Nice to see you again, too. Have you now? Very good, thanks. So, like last year, I came up here. I didn't have a specific question. I was trying so hard sitting down not to come up with a specific question, but there is lightness of, of thought that I think I want to bring forward. you to be in, in maybe conversation and then maybe third person conversation. I'll try to see if we can or I could uh, set this up for me to understand some things. Yeah, sure. Um, so if uh, you am I and I am you and, and the same all are here so there's no separateness you know, we're all no difference between us. So. so if I break that down between us or between body or mass, mass and cells and dust and subatomic particles, <coughs> matter, so, so we are beings of that. So if, if you can I can ask you like you are matter or you are particles on the other side okay, on the other side of this mind dimension that I might be in or we all are in. So that way I would just like to jog around a little bit in that and just see if some questions come up. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would be all, all matter. Yes. 
and it can be very organic and natural, your response without a, um, without a very in-depth intellectual. Uh, yeah. And if that comes, that's okay. So, again, I'll ask you, but maybe you could answer the third, third person. Oh, Who are you? She's all of it and none of it. How did you find clinginess? to build, how did you cling together to create form? The law of, the laws of matter, of attraction and repulsion were at play. Then your glue would be what? an energy that's now called love. An energy that's now called love? That's now called love. In, in present time it's called love, but it will be recognized to be an energy in time. Where did your energy or shape come from? The idea of shape is dependent on an exterior line, and that exterior line is only formulated by the perceiving, the, by the perceiving mechanism that sees the line. So the energy of shape is mostly made by the <coughs> perception, perception of the shape. Are my eyes flawed looking at shape? Pardon? Are my eyes flawed looking at shape? The interpretation is flawed. memory matter? Yes. Where does matter come from?
Matter is and matter isn't. In the realm where it is, I don't quite understand the question, my own answer, so I'm trying to like, hmm? Your okay. answer is fine as well, excuse me, yes. Okay. Okay, I think this is coming through the jack filter, but so be it. From that which, uh, where does matter come from? So from, <coughs> from uh, matter is not, it's, there's no question, because matter is not. M matter is uh, can be called a dimension where matter is. <sighs> no, I, the jack filter is obscuring it. I can't. I'll have to pass. You come from time. Prior to time. Prior to the present moment, prior to any concept of time. The, the Jack character, because of the physical form, appears in the time continuum. It's just the logistical way it works. But I'm, I'm outside of time. Does anything work outside of time at all? One might move atom or anything? There's nothing phenomenal. Uh, space and time. There's a sense of a rarefied space prior to time. No, no, I tell a lie. The sequence is linear time or cyclical time, it doesn't matter, it depends on what viewpoint you take. So there's there's the, the, the elongated time. Prior to that, there's space. Within that rarefied space, there's, there's, there's the potentiality for time, which we now call the present moment, but there's the potentiality of time and space. It's just not stretched out to be linear. It doesn't zap. Because the context isn't there. The context of time comes from space. Context for time comes from space. <coughs> but space already has the potential for time. 
in what we call the present moment. It's why the present moment feels so different to the to the linear, because the present moment is 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 from rarefied space. It's an aspect of space. They rise together. Space, 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 and present time, present moment, the dot of time. Can't be pinpointed, though, right? In a. Mm, not in terms of localization, as in position, no. It doesn't have a, a localization yet. So if you would answer that back, mm. could you answer it again? Back now? And if one is the same, that's okay too. Could you answer it backwards now? Is there a time? Outside of all of it, no, there's nothing at all phenomenal, nothing can be labelled, nothing can be named, no space, no context, no time, nothing. No word makes sense at all. The idea of creating concepts, even, is nutty. It's just so far removed and so not possible and irrelevant. So, our physical mind today can never go back to non-time. No, not the physical mind, it can't. It's too localized. Can the physical body have been there at one point, but make up of cells, atoms, matter? Or, or is that dust that I talk about is the same dust that was back beyond conception of thought or back. Because dust is matter, it has to it it arose after the context, which is space and time. And so the the wisdom, if we call it wisdom, The, the, the wisdom of being prior to all of it is in every cell. It's in every cell. And awakening that cellular knowing. It's not cellular memory, it's cellular knowing. Because we're not, it's because if it was memory, it would, we, we're back into the time continuum. So it's a cellular knowing prior to that linear time thing that for sure can be activated. That's the resonance. So there's no time? No. There's no time. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Sure. There's no time, so there's no matter. Correct. There's no matter. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's understanding.
What is the binder of form? What is the glue of form? Love. What is love? A unifying energy that is a unifying energy. And the, the, the knowing of this unifying energy allows when there is an, an alignment with the frequency of that unifying energy. Everything relaxes, there is an ease, there is a comfort, and it's called love. But it's really just an ally- aligning with a frequency that is common <coughs> to everything, that permeates absolutely everything, that connects everything. And it creates all movement, because it's the connective tissue and everything. So beyond that, what is love prior to? Is it force? Is it force? Is it? Beyond. Be- beyond, it's, it's not there. It's not there. So it's really sweet. Hmm. Yeah. Knowing where the illusion comes from. It imagines itself. Because it's only it's only visible from within itself. It's created from within itself. It's doing its own gig, you know. What is the binder of cells? Love. We have to create in this spot where the unknown needs to find me phrase that. I'm back. And I am in a spot of 
iron back there. There's no other. Other than the binding, it has no matter. Hi. Susan. Oh, I love hearing that. I'm sort of itching for that. And it just makes me um, feel really good. Um, so I would say the understanding of that is grace for me. And the um, result of that is, lately it's my favorite word, innocence. Yes. People call it, okay. And I think if I had one to talk about with you, it would be innocence and um, just, I do have a hard time with, I forgive, I have to heal, I have to do this, I, I'm searching, not so hard, um, whereas that grace, when it happens, all there is is God, and this body's as a gentleman, but it um, is a matter made up of love. Um, let's see, I'm getting out here. Um, if forgiveness happens, it happens. That's that's grace. That's love. That's not grace. Grace is understanding for me. Okay. Um, are you following? Yes. I'm trying to say. Okay. Yes. Um, so really, all there is is this. If it happens, this grace, this understanding that all there is is God that we didn't create ourselves, that we don't know when we're going to die, and everything that happens in between is just happening, and it's just sort of magic. And the only thing that blocks it is thinking, I'm doing this, I'm understanding this, I've done a great job, I've forgiven even myself. I'm, it's like this whole I, 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 I'm so, it was so heavy for me. Okay. And lately I just feel this innocence, <coughs> this beauty, you know? Yes. I was just talking to these children. I'm going back to India, and I've got to tell you, when I go to India, there's innocence there. Yes. Energy. It's yes. just people saying, why do you go back? Why do you go back? It's like, because I resonate. You know, it just feeds you. feeds up innocence. So, here's one of the best to... Yes. <clears throat> um, uh, I'd like to raise a potential red flag. Yeah. When... When it feels like, you know, the I have to heal, I have to forgive, when that feels burdensome, um, it can be one of two things. One, it's fine if, if it's actually, oh, it's, been, it's part of the problem, if that's the seeing. <laughs> but if it's actually an avoidance of something, if it feels like, oh, I don't have to do that anymore, then you do have to do it more. It feels like 
it's untrue that I actually could do that. All right. It feels like with the understanding, the next person's as innocent as me. They didn't do that. There's yes. this understanding, so then there's automatically forgiveness. There is automatically forgiveness then. There is. Yeah. But as life goes on, that, that's how concepts break down very often in terms of healing something or resolving something. You know, it's like a piece of, a piece of energy comes, okay? Because it's in the air all the time and we call them thoughts. Piece of energy comes. The mechanism of the mind and its limits in the form where the energy comes can make will make a story out of that image depending on what is deemed as possible can possibly be viewed or perceived yeah. right so so we mince in something we 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 pull it in and we translate a piece of energy to be a story a perception an idea creativity the past anything we'll pull in something and try to make sense of it depending on what given what we know and so when this happens, very often it, it will, if, if, it's, if it's just sorrow that's moving around, it will, it will be translated as though it's my sorrow and there will be a story attached to it. All it is is that sorrow is moving through. Mm -hmm. So, so the, the idea of a story and a story needing healing or something need resolution, that will always continue. Right. Okay? Yeah. It's not burdensome. It's just processed in the same way as always. Yes, yeah. I agree. I'm okay. Like, yeah, working on stuff with my daughter, but it's just happening. That's yes. good. The mind exactly. is and it's exactly. figuring things out and wants to... Absolutely. Yes. And, and, and usually it's just an energy that's, that we've picked up in our energy field. It's just an energy yeah. that... And, and we, trans, we turn it into a story because we've no other capacity as yet to work on it. But there's a deeper knowing that this is... Oh, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. just play yeah. and experience. And, and, and I still have no idea what it's all for. Yes. It's not. Yes. It's just more, it's more what's happening. It's not really doing anything. Yeah. It's just, that's the event right now. That's the experience right now. It's the movement of the energy never stops. It just seems No, it never stops. Never stops. Yeah. Slows down, speeds up, but never stops. But it does seem to go in the direction of love, as you said. Yes. Does, doesn't it? Yeah. The, you see, the as unity consciousness approaches and separation is left, it, because we, we move towards unity consciousness as we leave separation. You see, and as the division and the real me and you and I think this about you and as all that fades, we're moving towards unity consciousness and the interconnectedness and the sameness of everything. And really, what we're talking about unity consciousness is love. That's what we're talking about. And so. From there, of course, we're going towards love because we're going towards unity consciousness. Right. The thing that unifies is love because it's really can all be boiled down to love. It's the connective tissue. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it does move towards love. But love can manifest in any which way. I yeah. 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 So, so the simplicity of unity consciousness has innocence all over it. All over it. Because it's the mind is what ma makes things complex. Do you know? Yeah. And, and this innocence is so freaking powerful. Yeah. I used to think of it as a very weak word. And when you feel it, it's like, wow. It's, it's detachment, but it's also complete. 
like consumption of what's happening yes. it's at the yes. same time. It's like Yes. It's yeah, there's no agenda, there's no heaviness about it. It's It's yeah. got a totality going on, yeah. And it, the eye is innocent, so when you put the eye yes. out, it's, there's, I don't, I can't, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Yes. And the other thing would just be about the mind and the ego. Um, the concept has helped me a lot, and I guess I'll adhere to it, would be, we do have our ego. This, this ego was... Everything's of God, so it's here, like the body's here. It's temporary, it's here. It's the vehicle to have thoughts come in and to have action <coughs> take place. I have a hard time, too, with the, we have to worry about the ego, or the ego's bad, or whatever. I think the piece of it that comes out is the corruption, and, and what's left is innocence. But the vehicle's always going to be there until the day we die, I, I believe, with the body. There'll be this, this, it's like Ramana, the, the burnt rope. There'll, there has to be a burnt rope identity to get around. It's my understanding. So I don't, don't really touch the ego anymore. It's, it's just more, oh, that's, that's God's vehicle. That's okay, what, what, it might be a definition thing. Can you, what's the ego for you? What's talking right now? Okay, I call that the personality. Okay. Okay. Um, because whatever was created, this I am, whatever was created that makes me feel like I am somebody. This, this, this okay, person. the I am somebody, that's the ego because that's, ego is identifying with, with the little I. It's identification. The ego is about identification. Right. Okay, right. the sense of being individual of being an individual is an is another aspect of it, but it's not the core. The personality has nothing to do with it, really. I know it's a definition thing, but um, well, it's just I guess I'm just trying. To, like, yeah, we've got to weed it apart. On it, that it almost uh, things become so obsessive, you know, where it's just seen as this vehicle. We're not. We don't have this goal to get rid of the ego, which would be the I trying to get rid of itself anyway, right? Are you talking about the personal I? Yes. Okay. The I that thinks it's doing. The I that okay. thinks it's doership. The ownership. Doership. Right. Okay. That part of the ego is, is moved by consciousness all the time. But if we say that... Okay, but if we say that it's, it's God, so it doesn't matter... That layer of cause and effect won't wash. Do you know what I mean? Is it, is it God's, therefore it doesn't matter? Is, is that... Is well, it's that, God's, therefore it is. I mean, that's where the innocence comes in. I mean, you're see, speaking, I'm speaking, and it's just sort of... Right. If mind is using, the ego doesn't really matter because it's a vehicle. If the ego is justified in some way, it's a trick of the mind to keep the personal eye going. I guess what I'm saying, when the understanding is it's created by God and it's God's vehicle, the personal I sort of falls away. The identity of the personal I sort of falls away. It just becomes a burnt rope. It's just, it's nothing you have to get rid of. If there's an understanding that it's not really real to begin with, it's just a vehicle. Like this body, it's real, but it's going to be okay. earth in a few years. And is there you and God? No, that's the whole point. 
there's a temporary me. Is what I, I person. This is just my personal experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I used to. Oh, you know, what, I want to reach this enlightenment where there's not going to be this me. And it's funny because that's the me talking. There's, yes. Yeah. So that's all. It's like all right. <laughs> yeah. I. I. There's just something not clear in it, and I'm trying to figure out what it is. <clears throat> What's God? Everything, the energy that moves everything, the potential of everything. I don't know. Whatever's making me talk and you talk. But is God me and is God you? Oh, see, now we're getting into, if we're, if we're talking from us, which we have to be. If we're talking, we're talking from us. Really? What's us? <laughs> no, just, my mind's turning to mush. It's all right. That's a good yeah. thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's, still, there's a flip-flop. There's a flip-flop going on. Yeah, which I'm much more okay with, I guess, now at this point in my life. Like, there's a sense of me, and then there's... Um, and it's usually much more when I'm talking or trying to express it. If you sit and meditate and read words of wisdom and have a cup of chai, it's like, you realize, you get to that point where even if you try to then filter it or talk about it, it's, it's, you realize it could never, you could never speak it. So if you're speaking, there's, there's definitely you're into this. Mm-hmm. Not really. No. Not really. The, the, there's ownership in there. Just, just threaded through what you're saying, there's ownership. And it's yeah. jumping about the place. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah. yeah. I'm after that. Okay. So what, do you, what, do you, what is the goal? What do, you, then what do you... Understanding, I guess. Just to be aware of it? It's... To drink chai. To drink chai is the goal. <laughs> drink chai every morning. <laughs> 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 it's fine for like two hours in the morning and then no. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, so a phenomenal freedom gets felt and, a, a, you know, a, a loosening when you, when you discover the frequency of innocence. You discover, you know, less, that personal responsibility was just in your head and, you know. And so that, the point is it has to be felt through the mind, it, right? Which is sort of the me. So it is. Which is the me. What, what me? What's the me? Whatever's you and I are talking Right there's now, no me here. Saying. There's no me there either, unless there's erroneous thought going on, a misconception. What's the me? There's a body, there's a personality. Right. What, what else is there? It's just a puppet, you know. Why does it say, me, yeah, I'm the puppet, and it's like, you're a freaking words. puppet. There's a, you know what I mean? If you're talking to the puppet, it's like, There's hold on. There's a vehicle. Okay. Okay. But is that you? Why, what's the me in there in that vehicle? Right. I don't know. What is that sense
Is it a sense of individuality? Is it a sense of ownership? Is it, a, it feels like that there's a personal eye in there who is allowing the vehicle to be used and allowing God to play through it. But you're just, you just, you just <coughs> reorganized the identity to, to, to step out of the way so that something else can move through you. But you're still there. You've just gone into a happier zone about it. Maybe that's it, yeah. Because it's a lot happier, yeah. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? Oh, it's, <laughs> it's grand, it's but it won't last. Shy, right? Yeah, <laughs> it, just, it just won't last, you know? Like, phenomenal happiness, great, enjoy it. Yeah. But I can't say, yes, excellent. There's no more to be said. It's like, no. So what? So, what? so go ahead then. Take it, to, take it over the edge. Like, what? The personal eye that's standing inside, uh, standing aside and enjoying this, enjoy, in, enjoy it all. Yeah. But you've just rearranged the furniture. Okay. Okay. The personal eye isn't doing in one way, but is doing in another way and is celebrating the change in doership rather than the dropping of doership. Say that slowly one more time. So you were saying. It, any, you started off by, you know, in your your opening comments, you mentioned about doing this, you know, having to do things, actually not doing anything is making much more sense, okay? So you've changed, you've changed your position from doing lots of things, from whatever, you know, healing or doing practice, whatever it is you were doing, yeah. you've changed it to a position of allowing. So now you're just doing something else. Right. Now your doing is about allowing. Okay. And it feels fresh, and it feels new, and it feels it feels good, okay. but it's because the change is what's being enjoyed. The repositioning okay. is what's being enjoyed. No, I'm getting it. Yeah. Yeah. So you being there, allowing God to work through you, perfect, fine. You, you, but you, be aware that it's. That's all it is. Yeah. 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 There's a personal eye in there allowing it. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. But I, 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 I'd be doing you a disservice yeah. to say. Yeah. You know, yeah. you see? Yeah. So, so there's you a- a- allowing things to go in. Now the you is imagined. Mm-hmm. That you is just a thought that's being believed into existence. Right. There is no you at all. Okay, it's all God. It's all God. Right. There's a character, a personality, a body with DNA, with its own story if it wants to crank it up. And it ain't you. It ain't you. Thank you. Yeah, let's see how it cooks. <laughs> exactly, I'm not cooking. Yeah, it'll cook. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to borrow a Carl Rentz phrase, the non-doing doer. It's, it's, it's normal, it's fine. And have a good laugh about it, do you know what I mean? And enjoy it, enjoy the phase, but that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Following up on a previous person, I have to thank for bringing up a lot of great things that I wanted to great. discuss with you. Um, 
You know, this great sage in India talks about seeing everything as Brahman. Brahman. Um, seeing everything as God. And God seeing God and being just the puppet of God. And I'm privileged to edit the translations of his of his writings, so I'm close to the yeah. to the teachings. Yeah. But still, yeah, I remember you saying that it's hard for the Westerner to to think this way. Yeah. And I'm, I'm you know, I, I, yeah. So it's hard for me even to to use to use it as a transformational tool, even though I'm being a messenger for the for the tool. Um, and uh, you know the other lady mentioned uh, the word innocence, and it reminded me of a teaching just before I left India uh, last time. Uh, there was a teacher by the name of Sri Bhagavad, and his and his he he kind of uh, it seemed like he was inventing the the uh, the direct 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 path to enlightenment, and he's saying like meditation is really good, it's really important, but get enlightened first. Yeah. And for him, him, the intellectual understanding of the process was itself the enlightenment. It wasn't like okay. you understand intellectually and then you go ahead and do it. All right. So if you really get it intellectually, you got it. Uh, okay. You, you, you. It sounds like you're. Yeah. He does say that you do need to check in with someone who also has it to make sure that you're not deluding yourself. But um, so, so, so. The, the, the question or the, the whatever the, is the issue between two paths he says yes if you see, surrender completely that will do it complete surrender he says but it's very difficult to do it that way complete total surrender to God God is God God seeing God God's talking about God etc etc it's all God and for him the other side is almost and he uses the word innocence Having a mind that's innocent, that that distinguishes the working mind from the thinking mind, and for 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 him, I, if I'm understanding it correctly, that regarding the working mind, there's no work that has to be done. I think we mentioned. I think I mentioned this in a previous. So so it's when the thinking mind starts playing with the, with the working mind that all the all the Mischief happens, and all the yes. stuckness happens. Yes. I shouldn't have had that feeling, or oh, I yes. don't feel like I'm a good person. What am I doing? Yes. I shouldn't hate that person. I, I should think they're all good people, but I, I hate his guts. You know, like I sure. Think. Anyway, you know. What I mean. So, but allowing the working mind to, to just to to arise, abide, and dissolve, uh, and know that there's no work to be done with the working mind. But that the thinking mind can can do kind of what you said yesterday: create, plan, invent, uh, can you know in, in, be involved with change, uh, be a, an instrument of change. But to distinguish the two of them. So on one hand, for him, the enlightenment is just is resting in the innocence and allowing the working mind to be. Yes. To be. Okay. And for, and he. Uh, uh, he says you have to go beyond Sahaja Samadhi. And and I, I was like, that's the first time I've ever heard the term going, how could you go beyond Sahaja Samadhi if the ultimate is Sahaja Samadhi, the natural state? I said, so I asked him, what is beyond Sahaja Samadhi? 
and he said, happening alone. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So I guess being in a state of innocence where, hap where happening just is happening is the pure state. But, but so how do we, so I imagine that's a sadhana that one has to practice to get to that. I, the reason I'm bringing this is the difference between now we're seeing everything as God. It, it seems to be a whole a different approach. It's a different approach. You know. Yeah. Um, because for the sage, you first see everything as God, and then you see everything as that, as 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 beyond nothing. But but you you to say I um, I am that that I am, or we are that that we are, is meaningless until you can get to the first stage of seeing all. I think. Uh, Am I correct in saying that's the oneness state? Yes, that's unity consciousness. Unity consciousness. Yeah, it's the oneness. Unity consciousness before you can go. That's the all is God. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Unity. So at least. And some people can't don't get unity consciousness. You know, they just bypass it. There's no this step, this step, this step. Everybody's a little bit different, but seeing all as God, yes, of course, that's shifting your perception to see the unity instead of the division. Yes. You know, his thing is, I might die. I might die. Said, well, okay. could you give us some advice for the Westerners? Uh, what would you do for your meditation? Blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I, my, die. Okay. And there's the me and mine, yes. I, me, the sense of doership. Chuck it all. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he says, see that you are not, rather than see that you are. See yes. that you are not. Yes. So, so he has in his teaching different ideas. But yes. The question, which I'm sorry it took so long to get That's to. That's fine. Uh. You are right with the dean, are you? <laughs> Seven and a half minutes. But rather than getting to the point, I actually got the five. I got the five points. Okay. No, I took five and a half minutes. Five and a half okay. minutes. <laughs> but why are you enjoying it? That's the thing. <laughs> Touche. It's, it's uh, karma. It's coming back to yes. you. It's coming back to you. So, what? What? What is? What do you feel is the best sadhana for the Western? For, for life, I have to say, this, this Western for you, mind, yeah. for me, because I can't talk about it Yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of a is there is, is there is there total trust, trust and devotion for the Master who tells you about seeing all as God? How, how, have you, have you, have you placed yourself at his feet? How, or is there, or he's useful along the way? What, what's the relationship there? There's, there's tremendous devotional feeling, and there's really the sense that you're with a with a great with a truly great being. Um, can I surrender to him? I was just, I, I don't, I think surrender is still the issue for, for me. It's the complete and total surrender. You know? Maybe that's really the question. Yes. Yeah. You're digging two holes. So you're dividing your attention between two. If you dig one hole, you'll find water faster. It doesn't really matter which hole you dig, but let's edit to see which hole has more of your commitment in it. Yeah. 
they, they really, they really, it's a divided house. I hate to use political terms. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was Robin speaking, that was not me speaking. Uh, uh, <laughs> careful. Anything you say, I might use. So be careful. <laughs> uh, the, the heart is to the devotion. Yes. The the intellect is definitely. That I found tremendous value in this. Arise abide, let it go. Arise abide, let it go. I mean, it's like almost like cross between a tennis, a fast-paced tennis game and a machine gun. Just it comes up. I mean, I'm able to let go of this stuff just amazingly fast. It's like, wow. I just, you know, I can see it getting, and it's gone. Okay. So it's very valuable. Okay. So, so the, the divided house would be the emotions and the intellect. Correct. So I don't know. The head of the heart, huh? The head of the, head of the heart, yeah. Which one is your path? The heart. If, if, if I were to give an off-the-hip response, I'd say the head. <laughs> but I cry, you know, I'm a crier. I crawl cry at everything. Uh, any movie, anything, any scene, any stupid song, you know, I mean... Since uh, meeting that master? What? No, Since no, always. It's always been, but it's, it's, it's accentuated. Okay. And he talks about the deep shedding of tears and the yearning. So the heart is, has been opening for, for, for 40 years. So the heart is strong. I mean, heart not strong, but heart is is soft, softening. Mm. I mean, you've seen probably. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know what to say, Jeff. I don't know what to say. Should I think about it, or do you have it? Can you see the, the path for this fellow? I can see the path, but I'd prefer if you could see it for yourself. The path of understanding and knowing beyond the path. I can't look at you to get a reaction from what I'm saying. <laughs> there always seems to be a desire to figure it out and to know and to understand. Seems to be the, the stronger. I don't know what to say. Okay. Then you go with, you've got to go with the one that resonates most for you. If it's a dead-end path, you'll learn an awful lot. If it's not a dead-end path, you'll learn an awful lot. <laughs> On the Jack story, um, there was huge resistance to putting my eggs in one basket, you know. But because there was resistance there, that's how I always knew. There's resistance, therefore that's where I'm going. If there was resistance, that would, that would, I, I take that path. Wherever there was most resistance, is the one I'd walk. <clears throat> it's kind of still like that. Anyway, <laughs> whatever the most challenge is like, you know, there's a pull. So be it. That's the mind's way of interpreting something, I guess. Um, there was a knowing that the, the, the master who was appearing um, ha knew something that I didn't. There was absolute certainty of like, you've gone someplace that I don't know anything about. 
I can't find where you talk from. Like, that was just so clear. And it was like, okay, okay, that's, that's good enough. It's good enough. I, I, he knows something I don't. And I want to know it, you know. So that was a huge determining factor in it. I spent a few days checking him out, really, really checking out to see, okay, is there loopholes anywhere here? Is there something stinky anywhere here? Couldn't find anything. And at the end of my own investigative research, it was like, all right, that's the end of the testing period now. Jump in now, completely and totally, 100% surrender to this path. Never look back, I have to say. And other tools came in along the way. You know, other tools came in along the way. Other teachers came in along the way. Other energies brought me places and did things, but... But that level of throwing myself at the feet was absolutely a critical turning point. So, whichever one it's going to be, there's got to be that, okay, this is what I do. Because that division of two paths, that, you can spend years there. You can spend years there. So you use one as your mainstay and the other one, you gather tools from it as you need, whichever one it is. One is your mainstay and you gather tools. You mean understanding and surrender? Is that what yes, you for him, yeah, yeah, it's head and heart. Understanding and surrender. And for the Jack character, there was more resistance to surrender. I, I, give, I, I could do understanding any day. I mean, you know, this intellect could be fed with anything, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and so it was like, okay, this is the one I don't know. The heart one is the one I don't know. And so that's why. That was more interesting to me because I didn't know anything about it. Because yeah. I was going to go it alone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no flies on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All that egoic garbage, you know. Yeah. And this master is thinking, it's like a jack o' lantern. There's, there's, there's eyes and there's a light, but there's no, that's all. There's nothing there. And you know, you don't watch the human. Maybe we have an answer. <laughs> Maybe we have. <laughs> 
Pick up and use whatever tools everywhere, but let your allegiance be. Eat at home, you know, but yeah, look yeah. at the menu every place else, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take what you can out of it. Borrow the recipes, but eat at home, you know. Something's happening right now, so I just thought maybe this would be a good time to come. Which is that um, I just came this afternoon and before the break heard you talk about coming up to the top and back of the head, which happened and just just now for the past maybe 10 minutes I've been really dizzy. So I just thought I would check in with you. Okay. Mm. Um, that that seems to be a place um, where where a shift in perception is it, has its physiological I don't know whatever the word is happening. Okay, and and the thing was to move not more to come up. It's not about coming up. It's 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 stepping back from the all about me, my, I story, and watch that, and observe, and come back to the I am, and come back. Unity consciousness, come back, come back. Self, absolute, conceptual God, natural state, and prior. And in the prior, for most, there's a sensation that it's up here, behind the back of your head. There tends to be a sensation there. But that's what happens in the brain, as far as I know. That's what, that's, there's some neurological pathway that gets fired there when perception is, is, uh, is at the place of perceiving prior to subject-object. Yeah? So it was feeling really good. And okay. now I'm feeling like I could faint or throw up or... Um, um, I think maybe I got really ungrounded with it. I don't know. If you went up to it, yeah, you'd get totally ungrounded. It's about going back to it. It's a, it's a, it's a horizontal, not, ver not vertical. Is it? Yeah. Back. Yeah, it's going back to it. If you go up, yeah, yeah, you, it's going to make you unwell. At first it felt good. I mean, it did feel like I was back and seeing the drama. Okay. Uh, Instead of going up, it just might be too much, actually. It just might be too intense. Just go straight back, straight back, 
not up at all. That you're, you're, you're looking okay. from behind that, looking from behind that, looking from behind that mm. to where there's actually nothing to be seen at all in front of you. Behind that, don't go up. We'll approach it from that side. Should I do it here or should I just go back and practice it? I don't know. I don't mind. There was something else you, you wanted to talk about. Can mm -hmm. you talk about it now? Well, I mean, at least part of what it was was um, that where I get hooked, a place I get hooked, is concerns about the body. Okay. And um, I mean, I have issues that I wish I didn't have. They're, they're very inconvenient and um, all kinds of things. And, so I can get, especially in the middle of the night if I can't sleep, I can get obsessed about it. Okay. Okay. So have you checked out, like, is there resistance to it, a desire for better health? Is there fear oh, no, of no control? Or all, all of it. All, all of right. It. I'm trying to fix. You're trying to fix the body? Yeah. Okay, so then those, those fears are in control, are, are in control, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you're obeying those thoughts then, if you're trying to fix the body to pacify the thoughts? A lot of times. Let's flip the thoughts. Yeah, you have no control over the body. Yep, maybe it's just going to be like this forever. Yep, maybe it's going to get worse. Maybe I'm going to die soon, actually. You know, like, be all right with, with, with the flip side of all of those. Be fine with having no control. Be fine with the demise in your head, in, in, in your health. Be fine with it. Welcome all of those things because the resistance makes you sicker. Be all right about it all falling apart and it getting worse. Really, really accept it. It's quite likely it'll get worse for a while and then as those feelings die off, your health will improve because for sure part of your illness has to do with your resistance to illness. But it'll, it'll play tricks on you. You're like, I dropped those thoughts, it should be getting better. It's like, it's still there because you wouldn't have that thought otherwise. If you really were okay with being sick, it'd be fine. That pain gets worse, be fine. And all the ramifications of it and all that, yeah. Roll with it. It's just how it is. It's just life. It's just how the experience is happening. Be great to really see it in spiritual terms. Totally, totally in spiritual terms. It's a great opportunity, you know. Is it too much of a high jump? No, actually, I have done that, and, and then I come back to the resistance. Ah, 
okay, so why, why doesn't it work? Why don't you get all the way with that? How come you go back to the default position again? Well, there are things I want to do, so then I start wanting certain things to be done with in order to be able to do them. And also, I don't want to talk about them to people, and if they're getting in the way in relationships or doing things with people, I talk about it, and I don't really want to talk about it. I guess I have rules about it. Yeah. There's a lot of desire around it, huh? Mm -hmm. Go into the next layer. Go into that layer. That it, it shouldn't impinge, and I have a desire to do this, and it's like, listen, I can do it or I can't do it, really, so what? There's lots of things I can do. I can look at those, or I can look at the things I can't do. Which is it? It could be that pragmatic about it, too. But mind, if there's resistance there, mind will focus on amplifying the desire to do the things that your body won't allow you to do. And it won't look at the stuff you can do. This is the trick it plays, huh? So go into this extra layer of seeing how, how your perception of life is, is, um, is rigged so that this is a problem. <laughs> It's not a problem. You're thinking about it as the problem. Yeah, yeah. Go to the next layer of thought about it, huh? Judgment about it. Ideas of how it should be. Okay. Yeah, that, 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 that's worth cracking. All that resistance. Yeah. That's very crackable. And, and, but I can't pretend it's, I mean, to go, I mean, I, I can't pretend it's not there. I mean, I can't say, oh, that's the resistance, I'll just let it go. I mean, maybe sometimes I could, but um, I guess sometimes I just have to let myself go into the resistance. Yes, sometimes you'll have to. Yeah. You'll have to, and the resistance is, you know, very active. And then the next day it's like, okay, 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 okay. You had your moment resistance, and you know what? It made it worse. Okay, so, because you'll see it makes it worse. Mm -hmm. you, you know, surely, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right then, so hanging out in the plate of resistance and full of fight, there's no fun there. There's no enjoyment of life happening there. Okay, come on, let's get to the bottom mm -hmm. of this. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's something's clear. Okay, good. Yeah, thank you. Good. You're welcome. You're welcome. <coughs> okay, folks, will we wrap up? You're not asleep yet, no? Okay. Good.